80% of statistics are false. Yeah. So, my meaning oh, is that... Rude. Come on, guys. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Redistribution Party. My name is Jack Lewis Evans. And my name is Sean Morley. Today's episode is about Earth's new god, Elon Musk. Earth's richest guy is a stupid, vindictive nerd and allows us to see the poisonous nexus of state, capital and geek culture. Welcome to the Funko Pop Blade Runner. You are in a desert. You see a tortoise trying to unionise. You kick it to death. You get on the front page of Reddit. You are our god king. And if you would like to be our god duke in the dystopian present, you can always wire us some electro dollars on patreon.com slash mandatory redistribution party to hack into our encrypted cache of extra convos, bibliographies and assorted bonus data. We once got on the front page of Reddit for a tweet dunking on Elon Musk. Such is the power of social media. Please help more people who might enjoy this episode discover us by sharing on social media, giving us a good review on your podcast application and adding it to your Neuralink feed so it's wired directly to your spine. Sounds like we're good to go. Are you ready for the ride of your life? The ride of my life? Yeah, absolutely, the ride of your life. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, it's not supposed I'm to do sorry. that. Oh, help, I'm dying! I'm sorry. Well, normally it would have I'm very sorry. advanced safety features. I think it's I'm sorry. Off, an off day. Oh, it I'm sliced sorry. my arms off and it's, it's put them on I'm its sorry. windscreen wipers. Okay, just I'm hang sorry. fire on that. I need to give feedback on the journey, otherwise it's going to drive back to the depot. Um, what do you think I should put in? Two stars? Surely none. None stars. Uh, it's, it's the lowest is one, and it, it did apologise, so I don't want to be... Sorry. Yeah, okay. Coming through loud and clear. I'll put some bin bags down, maybe. Do you want to go in the back? I'm sorry. Sean, you know Tony Stark? I mean, I know of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. The Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you saying, Iron Man? I'm saying Iron Man. I thought it was the Iron Man. Like a really flat guy. Yeah, like Flat Stanley. <laughs> what if I told you that there was a real Tony Stark? Yeah, um, Sammy Davis Jr. What's his, what's his name? <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. Who are we talking about? The guy? <laughs> the guy, the, the Iron Man. Uh, the actor? No, no, no. I mean a real Tony Stark, Sean. But instead of like flying around in a metal suit. What, someone with the same name, but they're probably like a gardener or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm Tony Stark. Yeah, what do you do? Oh, hedges. <laughs> <laughs> and he flies he, he flies around but he doesn't instead of flying around in a suit he does stuff like um just sort of union busts and posts memes and makes cars that just like go on fire he makes cars that what, With, just go on fire just on their own and yeah and huge and takes huge government subsidies i think someone like that in the real world because obviously tony stark mm. you don't need to have a wide lens of how he's viewed by society yeah but obviously someone like this in the real world they'd be probably universally lambasted as a, a villain of some kind oh no 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 or um maybe just a time waster like um 
just a kind of uh, dork. No, no, they he's loved even more than Tony Stark would be. Loved? Loved. People will defend him, even though it makes them look stupid. And what kind of criticism is he getting? Is he getting like, your cars go on fire? People say like, why do you keep talking about these crypto coins? This is a pyramid scheme. And then people yeah. come in and go, it's not a pyramid scheme, it's great. I've invested, I sold my child to invest in Dogecoin. Yeah. Because this man said to. I currently have a lot of apes. What's wrong with that? <laughs> But I couldn't see what he tweeted after that because his account's now locked. <laughs> <laughs> we are, of course, talking about Elon Musk. I think people like Elon Musk for a few reasons. One, the basic one of under our society where money is elevated above all. The idea that you could become a billionaire is one of the ways kind of people are controlled. So they're defensive of billionaire Elon Musk as an avatar of themselves. But the second element of that is that Elon Musk is very obviously stupid on many levels and that is relatable in a way to people that steve jobs wasn't because like if you think of like steve and steve jobs also a cult figure but in a sort of different way i think steve jobs cultists are have a whole, whole different vibe to elon musk cultists and it's weird because this whole thing is like i'm a nerd and i like nerdy things and therefore i'm clever but also all his behavior is so like stupid and there's like no thought and he just stream of consciousness is all the time and says things that damage his entire company's stock. But I think deep down, it's the combo of people see themselves as, you know, the temporarily embarrassed billionaire combined with, he's an idiot. And, and people, and people I, I don't think if he said to someone, do you like this guy because he's an idiot and you're an idiot. But I think deep down, there's something reassuring mm. about that. All of the interesting stuff mm. about Elon Musk is not found inside Elon Musk. It's <laughs> yes. found in the like the aura that surrounds the idea of yeah, this yeah. guy because if you start off with the question i want to understand elon musk yeah you can do that in 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you can get your head around this kind of guy we've all met this kind of guy you've met elon musk oh i've met dorks yeah, that yeah, say yeah. stupid things and when <laughs> they can't defend them they get very angry <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah people were like, too um, into rick and morty elon musk mm. is given the kind of super genius label but you don't have to go very far to like uh he once tweeted what? i fully support trans but these pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare Fucking with aesthetic hell. spelt wrong <laughs> <laughs> he's an idiot he's an idiot that's the appeal but he says he likes nerdy things and that like signifies to people smart he's like um Big Bang Theory smart. There is a cultural association between nerdiness and intelligence that doesn't mm. seem intuitive to me. I don't know if I'm like a part of that. If yeah. I see someone who's really into, because Elon really loves samurai. <laughs> he loves samurai. <laughs> what? Is this a yeah, thing? yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so. Um, what, in one of the biographies. Yeah. He said he was trying to get investment from mm. a venture capitalist. Yeah. And to try and get that investment, he said, I have the mentality of a samurai. He like told the investor he's basically a samurai. He's got a lot of samurai swords. And when that story came out um, in a biography that was yeah. published around 2015, 2016, he criticized it and he said, I never said I'm a samurai, but I do have a lot of the weapons. <laughs> <laughs> And for one of his birthdays, oh, for hell. one of his birthdays, he rented a castle in an American castle, so like a fake castle. Mm. And the whole thing was Japanese steampunk, but set in a European style castle. And he rented some actual sumo wrestlers, like mm. some competitive, uh, I don't know, league level sumo yeah. wrestlers from Japan to come over. 
and Musk claims that he managed to lift one of them who weighed 350 pounds off the ground. <laughs> he, he, the claims he managed to go toe to toe with like a top tier sumo wrestler and, and lift him off the ground. <laughs> That's incredible. So that is obviously completely mad. The thing with Elon Musk, and one of the things I've noticed in his with tendency in his defenders, is when he does a mad thing and they defend mm. him. They will say like, "Well, it's obvious he's lying, or it's obvious he's, it's a joke," or because I've I've even seen them say, if, "If if if you point out that Elon Musk is an idiot, mm. they they will say, ah, but he's tactically performing being an idiot because he's yeah, good. He's he doesn't want to intim- He's trolling, or yeah. or he doesn't want to intimidate people with the truth of his his mega brain. There'll be someone saying, I, I can't believe Elon Musk thinks he's defeated a pro sumo wrestler. That's blatant lie. Yeah. And then there'll be some people, other people saying, well." You know the acolytes of Musk saying, "Well, obviously, yeah. You know he's tro- he's trolling. He's trolling." Rather than being evidence that you've backed the wrong horse, it is satisfying because he's annoying other people mm. who are expressing concern that such a huge amount of power, perhaps arguably the greatest amount of power in a capitalist system, yeah, yeah, has yeah. been handed to someone who is not thinking very hard. <laughs> <laughs> And when they express that concern, it's like, ha, he trolled you, doing something that uh, lost people's confidence in himself. Yeah. Ha, ha, he got you. <laughs> <laughs> His plan all along was to make people think he was less capable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he succeeded. And just another, like, he, he's, he said that um, there'd be no new coronavirus cases by April 2020 and then questioned the safety of the vaccine. He also oh, went on wow. record to say that the US government shouldn't provide any subsidies to businesses, um, even though Tesla and SpaceX are he got reliant a, he on got those things. He got a mad amount of money. Obama was just, like, basically bankrolling that guy. Mm. Didn't he back, like, a QAnon congresswoman as well? Yeah, if you just pick a random person for the Republican Party in order to say, I'm going Republican to get a media furore over that rather mm. than something else. And uh, <laughs> Do you know, like, they did this, um, Elon and Grimes made this, uh, made a stunt out of what they named their child, which is uh, XIA12 or XASHA12. I'm glad um, you had it typed out. I wanted to find out how it's pronounced, but it's actually very difficult because mm. when asked very shortly after mm. this was announced, um, when asked, how do you pronounce that? Grimes and Elon do not have matching stories. Amazing. There is no consensus between the parents on how Maybe the this was the root of the divorce. I think there's lots of roots of the divorce. <laughs> I think that the divorce's roots go very deep. Um, <laughs> the divorce is the Erd tree. And they also needed to change the name almost instantly. It yeah. was announced, check if that's a legal name. Okay, the new name. <laughs> what was the new name? What was the new name? Uh, they couldn't, they had to change the numbers into numerals because numbers uh, is not a valid thing to put on a, okay. on a name registry. He doesn't seem like someone who is seriously thinking about what they're doing. <laughs> no, and not on course, any level receives any accountability for that. And so someone who behaves like that is not uncommon or even necessarily that interesting. Mm. It's the fact that people are so invested in believing in them absolutely, mm. completely and absolutely, unwaveringly. They're quite li- sometimes literally financially invested as well. I think that's a bit, a lot of it of like people want to believe that their Tesla stock is infinitely going to go up and that the crazy crypto stuff that he also supports is 
a sustainable thing. Including, like, the, the government. Yeah, yeah. Like, the US government is subsidising this the entire way. Oh, yeah. One thing that's really interesting about SpaceX is it just feels like it's a transfer of money and resources from NASA, the American space agency, just into this private, unaccountable company. It's just military-industrial complex going even harder. The, but the interesting thing about the military-industrial complex funneling itself through SpaceX is that, one, it's shadowy. You can't see what's going in. It's not a publicly traded company, so you can't see where its financials are going. And you actually can't see the you can't see um, the deals that are being made. Mm. The rockets that Elon Musk is saying are going to help humanity and take them to Mars are also contracted by the military to drop bombs on people. And it, ultimately, they just want money. It's the same as like Bush with Halliburton. Beyond, beyond SpaceX, but all the money that Tesla's got as well, they want to mm. be able to say, well, here's a justification for bunging a load of money, federal government money back into private hands to inflate stocks. Because it's not like the government has, you know, the government puts money in these things and then the state act as shareholders where the people have a voice in the company. Yeah, That's exactly. not fucking happening. Mm. It's, it's purely just the state is actively helping inflate these stocks so that the capitalist class can make even more money, so that the system can make even more money. That's what it's doing. Or like boomerang aid, you know, that thing that, that both the UK and the US were mad on in the 2000s where they'd say, we're going to build this hospital or this road in Afghanistan. And then the money goes from the UK to Afghanistan, but then the only companies can bid on building the hospital or the road are all UK companies. So the UK can say, oh, well, we've given this financial aid. Mm. <laughs> but what we've actually done is transferred money from the UK public to private hands and sometimes the hospital wouldn't even get built or the road wouldn't even get built um, but the money the money's changed hands it's it's like another expression of that of a transfer liberal Elon musk and they go oh this is this guy's out of control power and money is evidence that the rich need to be taxed more the state needs to tax the rich more and it's like well the state made this guy yeah the state fucking made this guy what yeah, the state decided this guy was going to be um the figurehead of techno-utopianism. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's what makes SpaceX so interesting when you compare it to the transfer of wealth to Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton yeah. is just going, we make missiles and they, they get dropped on things. Yeah. SpaceX is not saying that. SpaceX obscures that. Mm -hmm. SpaceX is saying, we are humanity's future. Yeah. We are techno-utopianism. We are living in little pods on the moon. You know, <laughs> We are space communism. All of our money <laughs> comes from the government as long as we use them also to make bombs. Tesla's aren't dropping bombs on anyone, but I still think the, te yes. the technology. Yeah, exactly. I think the, te the technology is military adjacent in terms of the batteries and stuff. But it's to keep the car industry going mm. as petro petrochemicals go. And under the guise of like boomerang aid, it's like saying, well, we're doing this to help green things without actually yeah. interrogating, hold on, aren't cars driven by individuals on these roads kind of fucked? Don't we need to invest in public transport infrastructure? And there's all the other stuff like the, the hyperloop or all these insane ideas that just need more space and more money and more minerals built for atomized societies where privileged people have access to this inf more greater access to this infrastructure because of their money just like you said with spacex this scam is we'll take government money and it, in, instead of saying we are literally we are taking this to drop on iraqi kids and kill them mm. you are taking it to say we are doing this for a green earth we are doing this to for the future. That narrative is sticking in a big way. No mm -hmm. one realistically believed in Halliburton. You know, Bush's expansion of <laughs> yeah. militarism was wildly, wildly unpopular, but the story being told with Tesla and Tesla's green future, I think Tesla was like awarded stuff by um, international green business bodies for, for being an exciting solution. And yet, like all these like hyper-rational brain bros or like infrastructure. Brain bros. Brain bros, yeah. <laughs> 
I love it. They sound like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like enemy. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Brain. Ganim, he's going to think. Yeah. Mr. Brain and the Brain Bros. Ganim, before like we finish writing his post. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going through and redrafting and formatting it. Get him. <laughs> But like the idea that the most efficient way to organize all this infrastructure is like every individual is now obliged to have their own exoskeleton yeah. and you have to feed 99% of your income into it for it to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we live. Yeah. We've just found out that the exoskeleton is completely uh, hermetically sealed. So there's no oxygen in there. You will need to buy that separately. <laughs> you need to buy a unit to pump air in. Otherwise you will, you won't die, but you'll go very lightheaded while in an exoskeleton. If you can't afford the premium air plan we you can simply have our adverts option where adverts are beamed into every orifice of your body say mcdonald's if you want more air (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to say the cult of elon musk i'm looking for another phrase that's what it is i think we say brain bros yeah because it's mostly bros isn't it the third thing is number one People like billionaires because they think they're going to be a billionaire. Number two, Elon Musk is an idiot. And then people go, mm. well, I'm an idiot. I could, maybe I could be a billionaire. And the third thing is white men because they go, Elon Musk is a white man. Maybe I could white man myself to the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dif- the difficulty with Elon Musk Brain is bro. he seems so unconvincing that it's hard for me to like imagine him as this charismatic cult leader. It feels like the cult is perpetuated more by the membership than it is by the figurehead. Big time. It's like a Pied Piper, but like the Pied Piper's just burping. And you're like, mm. kids, why are you listening to him burp? And they're mm. like, he's going to lead us into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> kids, don't listen to the burping. Just just listen to well, something else. <laughs> so you, you obviously actively hated the Iron Man movie and Robert Downey Jr.'s depiction of Iron Man. but He's a villain. But the, the charisma deficit... There. I well, I think the charisma deficit is important. So like earlier you said, you know, Elon Musk is a continuation of this belief that if Elon Musk can make it through hard work, I'm an idiot, maybe I can make it as well. Yeah, without interrogating the blood diamond origin story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's an interesting one. Yeah. I actually think it doesn't quite hold up, but it's interesting yeah. for why. So the um, the claim that uh, Elon's father owned mm. an emerald mine in the 80s uh, is a difficult one to completely verify for several reasons. Um, one, it was never... PR re- companies to cover it up. Well, Elon denies <laughs> it absolutely. Of course he does, yeah. But so his dad said it, uh, Errol Morris said it in an interview in South African Business Insider, and he said in the mid-80s he became the half-owner um, of an emerald mine in Zambia. Mm. Elon's thing is, my dad is mad and abusive and mm. a weirdo. Don't listen to anything he says. And a very cursory look at his dad just make you think maybe he's not the uh, not a reliable, not a reliable source. source of yeah, yeah, yeah. anything because he has murdered three people and had a child with his stepdaughter. Hello, it's me in the future. I had, a little, I had a little feeling about this, so I went and did some digging, and it turns out Elon himself was pretty happy to admit and talk about daddy's emerald mine for a while at some point one of his pr people must have said this ain't looking good in 2019 he tweeted that this idea was an awful lie and my father didn't own an emerald mine however if you access archived articles from earlier such as the mysteriously deleted 28th of july 2014 interview in forbes where musk himself says my father had a private plane my father also had a share in an emerald mine in zambia this is also corroborated by an article in Esquire from 2012, weirdly called Triumph of His Will, yikes, um, and an article called Plugged In from The New Yorker in 2009. Just putting this in so we don't get dunked. 
please don't dunk us. I, I see the appeal of being like the apartheid blood diamond, mm. but I think it's actually more important to not like make it seem like it's an exceptional thing. Yeah. And there is a very clear transfer of wealth to Elon when he was founding Zip2. Um, his dad gave him 28 grand, which would be about 50 mm. grand now. And that went into his first business. So there is no real bootstrapsism. There is just the very mundane story of my dad had a lot of money. What is this genius thing he's supposed to have like innovated other than buying other people's ideas? Buying well, into PayPal, buying into the name Tesla from another company. He just buys stuff. Well, he didn't even quite buy into PayPal. He actually bought into one of the companies that then merged into PayPal. And before it became PayPal, mm. he became the CEO and then was sacked within a year. So <laughs> PayPal didn't even exist when he had power yeah. over it. So it wasn't even um, like he saw PayPal as an emergent thing and made like a savvy business decision. Just fluke. Kind of. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> PayPal didn't exist when he had, when he was the owner. Yeah. And he was removed as the owner. And he wasn't even the founder of one of the companies that he worked in that merged into what then became PayPal. Mm. So there's no founder story here. There's no way of looking at it where he founded anything. He went into something and then was removed from it. And then later it was innovated into something famous. The same with like Bezos and Steve Jobs is... The thing they do is use capital to pay actually smart people yes. to do things. And then through their through their capital, they are able to direct thousands of people's labor, their labor of their minds, the labor of their bodies globally. And that is a power they exercise over humanity, which is completely fucked. But then any of the positive things they take personal credit for when what they've actually done is paid people smarter than them to mm. do stuff while they reap the profits. And Musk has had lawsuits with people that claim that they try to remove their credit from their things and, and yeah, yeah. Elon trying to attach it to themselves. And that also has happened to Jobs, I think, and Gates in the past. Um, it is a common thing in the myth-making. You need to show that the thing you're famous for was just you to the greatest degree possible because that's great for investors. Elon Musk is not great for investors. <laughs> the, th the difference between Musk and those other guys is that Musk will go on Twitter and call a man a pedo. Twitter and call a man a pedo. The Luang Nang Non cave complex in northern Thailand is closed to visitors during the rainy season because it floods. So going inside it and getting trapped is exactly the kind of thing that a teenage football club and their 25-year-old coach would do. Their fate ignited sympathies of the West because jocks who overlook safety signs and get in trouble is the very archetype of the Western folk hero. It also stirred the caustic heart of an unconnected billionaire. Designed in one day, Elon Musk announced to the world that he had designed a child-sized rescue submarine. The plan was to place a child inside some spare rocket casing which divers could drag through the water. A plan which was not implemented because, amongst other things, a metal shell is very long and rigid and cannot turn the tight corners of a cave complex. The unhelpful cylinder was nevertheless flown to and left outside the cave where it would go untouched. Musk tweeted, Leaving here in case it may be useful in the future. Thailand is so beautiful. It is now in a museum. British diver Vernon Unsworth was the first diver from the British Cave Rescue Council to be sent to the scene and said that Musk's metal tube was a transparent PR stunt and had no chance whatsoever of working. In response, Elon Musk called him a pedo guy. Despite being an ill-tempered sideswipe from an embarrassed weirdo, this comment became international news. Vernon Unsworth at this point has saved at least 13 lives from certain death, but pedo guy continues to dominate the results of any base 
basic inquiry about his life, and he was moved to sue for defamation. During this time, Musk was contacted by a private investigator called James Howard Higgins, who Musk hired for 50 grand to do a complete background check on Unsworth and fish around for dirt, muck, and gloop. However, if Musk did even a little background check on Higgins, he would discover that he was being scammed by someone who already had 14 charges of fraud against their name. Musk was paying Higgins to lie to him and drip feed him fake evidence, which Musk in turn emailed to several journalists, in which he alleged that Unsworth was a child rapist and the husband of a child bride. When it came to the trial, Musk's defense was that PEDO GUY does not mean pedophile, just means that uh, a creepy guy, strange guy, a lurking man, not just in South Africa, but across the entire English-speaking world. And that was his intent when he used this word. And you might think that argument wouldn't stand up, not when Elon Musk tweeted, I bet you a signed dollar is truth. In response to a tweet saying, Elon Musk just called the guy who found the children a pedo? Or the fact that you know, he hired this guy and sent emails to journalists explicitly saying that he's a pedo. But you'd be wrong, because Elon Musk won that case and Unsworth lost. It's not news that legal outcomes are manipulated by the rich. And a more even-handed, boring take is that the standards of defamation are set incredibly high. You need to prove intent, and that is simply not possible if you can insert any degree of linguistic ambiguity. But even on top of the ability to afford massive lawyers, which will directly influence the outcome of the case, or if you are someone with fame and celebrity, it is harder to find jurors who aren't going to be prejudiced in your favour. The absurdly high bar for things like defamation have only been set like that because of the frivolous misuse of the court system by litigious millionaires, of which Musk is one. He can still afford to fire off a lawsuit for anyone who criticises his shitty cars for constantly veering off the road to search for a tractor to crash into. But for people to whom litigation is their only method to ensure accountability, they are frozen out because their pockets aren't deep enough to play it like a lottery. Musk is not even accountable to his own shareholders. The apology and deletion of the tweets only came from the insistence of Tesla, who booted him out as chairman and hired a lawyer to watch his tweets in case he wants to take another swipe at his own stock prices for clout. But it hasn't stopped him. He's still a majority shareholder and tweeting like he's six shandies into a new divorce. What can you do? How can you rein him in? The depressing new metric for assessing individual power is now tantrums per month. You or I can only dream of a public workplace tantrum. Now imagine a tantrum on the world stage over nothing. The adult baby takeover. It's tempting to liken Musk to some despotic duke from a HBO feudal melodrama, but I think even feudal rulers had factions they needed to appease. Musk does not need to do politics. He can openly tweet, We will coup whoever we want. Deal with it. Musk does not live in a society. He is pure individual. Trump was a monster, but he was also a fading bronzed old man who wanted to put the presidency as a new trinket on the shelf next to his golden toilet. The ideology of the Trump administration was a jangled rat king of far-right ideologues for whom Trump was as much a willing puppet as an instigator. But Musk has a vision, a vision too compelling and vague to be reduced to a baseball cap, a vision he believes in. 
a vision carried out by a single individual who wields the absolute power of bonkers stage capitalism and the emotional myopia of 21st century geek culture. I'm remembering those insufferable people I met at university, the bullied bullies, the people endlessly hemorrhaging all their social connections because they mistake the unique access to their own thoughts and mind with proof they are the only intelligent person in the universe, storming out of the board game cafe because a girl in Lucy and Yak dungarees beat them at a game of Carcassonne. Imagine you are a child, laying on your back, at the bottom of a staircase, in an elite academy in Praetoria. Your face beaten bloody for being asocial. Your satchel torn open, and your persecutors mocking your Lord of the Rings rewrite, where Gandalf is a computer. Now you are 50 years old, dressed as a samurai, staring at your vast array of rockets. You have turned the tables. David is dead. And you are now Goliath. And Goliath is the size of the moon. Nothing can stop you now. You will never be sad again. But what is this tugging at your heart? What is this feeling at the very pit of the center of your core? Somewhere out there, someone out there does not like your submarine. sent me into the abyss mm. right we've we've just taken a little break from to watch three separate elon musk media appearances <laughs> so we've got fuel in our bellies i feel like it's done the polar opposite to me i feel like something vital has been sucked out of me i yeah something i feel winded <laughs> i well that was my that i was saying that i think was the intent but i feel sort of sad um so we just watched elon musk's Saturday Night Live appearance as Wario. Wario, is it true, as many have put forward today, that you are evil? No, I am not the evil. I just uh, misunderstood. And some of the anti-Italian hatred in the courtroom is uh, disgusting. And then Elon Musk's appearance on The Big Bang Theory. Um, he's, he's working in like a, a homeless kitchen. You're Elon Musk. And then Elon Musk's appearance in Iron Man 2. Mr. Musk, how are you? Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you very much. Thank you. Those Merlin engines are fantastic. Thank you. Good idea for an electric jet. You do. Then we'll make it work. I'm, my guess is that the chronology of these appearances is Iron Man 2 at the beginning. Yes, 2010. Then Big Bang Theory happened after that. And yeah. then SNL was the last one. Yeah, that's, I think that's right. And we, we watched them in the reverse order. Yeah. But... In Iron Man, he is Elon Musk, the guy, and of what little the public know of him. Mm. In Big Bang Theory, he's called Elon Musk, but he's a completely different guy. He's doing completely fictionalized things. His personality has been designed for the show. <laughs> he's playing a character that happens to be called Elon Musk and also runs the companies. And by <laughs> SNL... <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not important who he is and what he does. It's just important that Elon Musk is there. Yeah. So he could just be Wario. But you can see, but there's like a trajectory of like, I was going to say a trajectory of deification, but that's quite funny if like Wario is God. But like there's well, an escalation of, like, of him to well, just nothing. Yeah. To just Elon Musk the well, name. Well, it's not nothing because it's, it's, I think there's something going on in that Wario. Well, in the, in the Iron Man 2 appearance, he appears, like I say, as like Elon Musk, and he says something about electrifying, you know, like the thing he's famous for, electric cars. We're talking about, I'm going to come up with an electric jet to Tony Stark. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the Big Bang Theory, he's like, behave, you know, he's doing something that real Elon Musk, that jars with real Elon Musk, but possibly is how he wants to be perceived as this like down to earth, nice person. Or I guess, mm. is, it, is it a joke? Is the joke that Elon Musk wouldn't be in a homeless kitchen helping people. Is that like why it's funny? I mean, obviously they have to write this stuff in a way that Elon Musk says, yes, I want to do this. So he he's getting something out of it for his ego. And then the third thing is the Wario thing is obviously, he's not evil Wario. Well, he is. He's, he's no, evil. Wario but he, Wario's... is evil. Evil in a very day-to-day -day way because he yeah. um, oh, shoulder yeah, barges sure. stuff quite a lot. Yeah. He, he shoulder barges before he thinks to walk around someone. Well, Mario's buddy's stomping on little guys' heads, so I don't know. And he's also collecting coins. I think but you've been brainwashed by that <laughs> sketch, too. I think you've really well, watched the Wario no, sketch. Well, you've you've been like, they're making I, a good point. Well, no, because I'm trying to explain what the what the piece is, the point the piece yeah, is yeah, making. Know, yeah. So the premise of the sketch seems to be Wario is like a hyper-exaggerated evil fictional character. Wouldn't it be interesting to like humanize him and think about his like inner world or something? That that seems like what the premise maybe was when they started writing it. That isn't delivered, and then it just sort of it turns into like very basic series of Mario references and then a dick joke. I feel like at least some corners of SNL of the writers' room were conceiving of it maybe as like if Wario was in a courtroom scene. Mm this is the tack they would need to take. Yeah. And it sort of shows up the ability for powerful people to use the legal system to yeah. make those arguments to launder their reputation. So there's this other way of reading it, of being like, it's a criticism of America's legal system vaunting the powerful mm. and allowing them to reshape their reputation. It, it does the Musk Wario thing, but it's, this sketch is over five minutes long, by the way. I do not no recommend you watch it. should ever be over five minutes um, long. It, so it starts off and then it's like, okay, Elon Musk is Wario. He goes to the stand, but then there isn't really much Musk Wario stuff. It just goes into like Mario jokes. Grimes appears as Princess Peach. Toads are the jury. And, and then does Pete Grimes do a, an Italian accent for Princess Peach? Yeah, Princess Peach isn't Italian. For such, because they do a strange, I mean, it's very hard to do comedy about video games. Video games is in this very middle ground where we're out of the games are virgin cellar dwelling nerds and into a general acceptance of video games are like a form of mainstream media. Yeah. But we're still in that position of being, if there was any like Citizen Kane level landmark thing you could talk about in video games that you consume a mass level of knowledge necessary to do comedy about, it would still be Mario. And that makes Princess Peach doing an Italian accent mm. all the more jarring. It's because... Bizarre. The very basic fact about Princess Peach is she's not Italian. So... <laughs> Musk is obviously, there's some like egomania going on in terms of like how he wants to, he, he has a concern for how he is perceived and he, he wants to cultivate a certain image of himself. So in the SNL one, like what do, what do you think he thinks is, is like the joke of this? Is it just him being well, like a nerd? It's like, oh, it's about Mario. That's a nerd thing. I like nerd things. Well, to draw a parallel, when I was a teenager at some point, my mom insisted we all got a family photo taken at like a nice little studio where they do a nice family photo to put in the living room and I really didn't want it mm. 
and you go and they say like everyone brings something that like reflects their personality and i'm like i don't know what that is i don't know what you want i don't know what item i own is me <laughs> but they were trying to coax it because they just want to take pictures of you but tell you it's going to reflect who you are do you know what i mean it's like someone doing something by numbers yeah, and then telling yeah, you that's yeah. you you've asked for that actually that's to your specifications and so i brought my guitar along and they're yeah. like play guitar look like you're really angry and it's like i'm not like that that's not really how i am <laughs> but now there's this like they in this picture there was like a picture of me playing guitar looking really angry and like I mournful really want to see this picture it's gone it's long yeah. gone Episode but the idea art. of like I want to know what you want, but also I don't have long and you need to fit into a pre-existing mold. Do you like games? I hear you like games. Okay, Mario. We're going to do Mario. Mm, like a bullet point list. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I am yeah, okay what do you do to do in sketches Elon, about please, that. what yeah. do you do in your spare time? Mm. Um, I play video games. Great, Mario Kart. We're doing a Mario Kart sketch in a courtroom. It lightly alludes to you um, taking that um, pedo guy <laughs> thing to court. But ultimately, you're Wario. You just do an accent. Just make sure to shake your upper body up and down every time you've got a line, and there'll be some laughs. laughs. Not real ones. Laughs that sound very artificial, like someone's put a gain up on seven people out of 100. <sighs> didn't didn't um, someone get banned from Twitter for doing Italian Elon Musk? Was that caused yeah, by did. this? Was that, I don't think I registered no, that. was pre-this. 100% okay, that was pre-this. Pre Maybe this is like um, when Louis C.K. went on SNL in like 2015 and did that bit about sex pest stuff so that it would change the SEO if people started searching Louis C.K. sex pest. And Elon Musk went, can you do a thing where, I'm doing a tiny, I, where I do an Italian accent to change the SEO? Right. Do you know, it's a weird right because you could still imagine that some people in the writer's room felt that there was something subversive, some subversive point they're making about Elon Musk, the fact that he had some kind of inherent evilness and yet was so concerned about his own image that yeah. actually getting to dress up as Wario and play this caricature of himself rendered in like the simple moral tales of children media would show up that he is actually like venal and crude. But it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work at all. He got to go on SNL and ultimately this as everything else would work in the favor of the powerful. You cannot make sly illusions because it is distorted by the gravity of power. But you can see that it's just a mess. Just even from like it was it was doing my brain and from like a comedy. Oh, it's Because the, the, the premise, because I think that must have been the original premise, right? Is the, the joke is taking, it's applying a serious context of like courtroom and humanizing the stupidness of of wario mm. putting a very silly almost childlike thing into a serious context giving characters that are like 2d depth that's like what one layer of it and then the second layer of it you would hope is we know elon musk is going to be playing this character cat is there something interesting there and there mm. is probably if you did that if you went all in on that i think you could take the same premise and probably make something pretty good Maybe. it's a really interesting premise get someone to play an evil character who in a setting that is actually more closely related to their own in real life <laughs> evil. That is a fascinating yeah. premise. It's really like, I do think, yeah, there's, there's something there, but it just immediately, it just turns into Mario non secateurs. And then you can tell they didn't know where to go with it because then it becomes some weird Italian America thing with Pete Davidson's appearance at the end. The thing with the sketch is it has to be like a pretty clear it's, it's clear that they didn't have a clear idea because it is five minutes long. There's a premise. You find a resolution to what the idea of that premise is and you get out. Yeah. I think one of the big issues is, obviously, Musk is not a good performer in any of these things. Truly dreadful. I don't think 
you know, I don't want to be overly critical of him specifically for not being a good actor. No, I think he's, he's not only been brought into these shows not for his acting prowess, it's because people just wanted him on there for his fame. Mm. Well, SNL's dying, isn't it? So they they genuinely probably thought people like Elon Musk, they will tune into this dying show. Absolute sh- I mean, headline, absolute dog shit. But I do I do think it's 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 interesting. It's a that how Musk wants to be seen. I think he mm. wants to be seen. He doesn't just want to be a billionaire. He wants to be seen as cool. And also, I do think he probably wants to be liked. He definitely wants to be liked. Yeah. Like a lot of people who are definitely into geek culture, they want to be liked a lot more than they want to be understood. Mm. <laughs> and they didn't realize that access is quite a big obstacle. <laughs> <laughs> if you do know that there are these high profile things you've done against other human beings, which are... <laughs> completely reprehensible and immoral. Even Wario would not do them. Yeah, then you might climb down from your Big Bang Theory, I actually feed the homeless on Thanksgiving route, Mm. to a more postmodernist route of, I am evil, but evil like Wario, not evil (laughs) like uh, a despot. (laughs) When you you think of me and my evil, think of me going, (laughs) rather than going... Okay, I will sign the order on that, even though I have been informed it will cause people to die. Even though I will go on a, a firing spree because someone yeah, complained about health and safety measures or something. It is complete damage mitigation of like, all right, I am evil, but some evil characters are a lot of fun. Like Wario. <laughs> <laughs> I like treasure as well. I've got more treasure than anyone else. I'm just a laugh. <laughs> yeah. My dad's emeralds. Have you heard about the Neuralink? Elon Musk puts a USB Bluetooth thing in your brain. Yeah, it's like the brain chip. That sounds fucking awful. That is going to be used to serve ads in your dreams and nightmares. The thing that winds me up about it isn't even like the obvious like cyber dystopia that it would obviously, you know, think about McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> think yeah, about how much you love yeah. McDonald's to breathe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, oh, the issue is... There is definitely some stuff that kind of technologies could do, like interfacing with a computer input using signals in the brain. And if the brain learns to recognize patterns, you could control it. But the claims that Elon keeps making are absolute nonsense. Well, what's he saying? What's he saying? Well, he keeps keeps talking about the ability to read and write memories. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That technology just just simply, it's not like on the cusp. We don't, (laughs) I don't think there is even an understanding on memories what they are and how they work. I would love to be able to like drag and drop a, a PDF into my brain. I would like that for books. Yeah, to turn yeah. myself into an e-reader, oh, very yeah. good. Very I good. actually don't want read-write access to no, it. No, I don't want, do you, want to, you, you, you could drag drop on, but you don't want to drag drop off. Already in the digital world, yeah. I hate being like, someone goes, and then you said this, and I'm like, I don't think I did. Yeah. I don't think I did say that. And someone goes, I'll just find, I'll just find the conversation. Yeah. And then I hate that. Yeah. I love rewriting history, so it's a little, just a little bit more favourable, <laughs> a little bit more favourable to me. Being able to do that to myself yeah. in the bath, <laughs> <laughs> I would gouge it out of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine when you can't sleep, and rather than just sort of half remembering like the awful things you torment yourself with, mm-hmm. you're like. Let's go HD tonight. Let's go 4K. <laughs> Let's go 4K when in year four, I called the teacher mom. <laughs> 4K that on a loop until I'm unconscious. I think people would, I think there'd be like forums where people, you know, people have got, there's forums where people post game saves. You can be like, here's my year four calling the teacher mom. What's yours? Mm. Can I have a look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people like mislabeling stuff. I think I tell you what, like anything on the internet, there'll be a lot of porn. Oh, yeah. Mm. And you'd have to, you know, in Japan, you can't turn the um, 
the shutter noise off on your phone. Oh. You would have to have something like that. I want to see, you know, like when a camera gets the red recording thing on. Yeah. I want 100% want there to be an external sign that someone's recording. It'll be like one of your eyes goes red like the Terminator. Yeah. When it's on. And it you should be recording like an old projector. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like one of your hands is in a fixed recording position. <laughs> it should be absolutely unavoidable. Either that or we're all in the public domain yeah. at all times, as soon as we're perceived. Christ. Elon's world. <laughs> <laughs> Having read several biographies on him now. Oh, sure. They are all so sorry. written. I've loved, I've actually had a wonderful time. I have had a wonderful time because a lot of the biographies are written by people who love Elon Musk and then they become interesting. I become interested in the biographers. I can't. There's one I person. I wish you did an autobiography. The Branson ones, were, when we did Branson, I obviously read them and they were incredible because yeah. they, they had the added thing of he is writing this. But also, like you say, the thing with Elon is it's the people who worship him that are interesting. So it's, these are all written. The only ones you could find right are written by There is one good one. And it's the main one. The, the yeah. Ashley Vance biography mm. is not fawning. Mm. A lot of the other vanity published ones could be quite fawning. And also just really wind them up. There's one that's called, there's one that's described as an autobiography, but mm. unofficial. And it's not written by Musk. What? And I just don't think the author that's knows what okay. the word yeah. means. Yeah, yeah. This, but like, <laughs> that's why it's quite interesting <laughs> to go through them. But all of them are written before Elon came out as autistic on SNL. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of early years chapters talking about and almost fetishizing the symptoms of autism as though that makes him this special, different, you know yeah. what I mean? It's othering, but it's also uh. elevating him and all of his rudenesses and his social quirks and his, you know, his mm. weird little behaviors. I think there is a part of the uh, Silicon Valley myth making, which is about fetishizing autistic people yeah, yeah. as these human computer techno saviors. And that's why you see like um, Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. Yeah, yeah. She's, act, she's trying to act in all these strange, quirky, socially slightly um, incompetent ways mm. because those associations are linked to status in uh, San Francisco's Silicon Valley yeah. sphere. Yeah. And then that becomes very... Like all the biographies are written before he talked about it publicly. And he must have been diagnosed quite a while because he uses Asperger's, which has been dropped from the yeah, diagnostic old. thing for a while. Could also be he's just an idiot. So he says that. Why not word. both? Yeah, can't be both. Can't be Why both. not both? Never rule out both. <laughs> <laughs> the information is old and it hasn't been thought about very much. <laughs> um, but definitely, I think people are projecting this kind of, you know, big bang theory, n nerdy, socially awkward, that mm. means genius stuff yeah. on him yeah yeah and but once you realize oh those quirks are just autism and autism is not autism is mundane yeah. Yeah, <laughs> autism yeah. is a very mundane condition um the wealth explains way more the reason that a lot of autistic people are not millionaires even though they can code and probably could make useful stuff is because they weren't given 50 grand by their dad <laughs> what a shame that elon musk is the like the only autistic man who doesn't really like trains. Do you know what I mean? It's like the only autistic person in the world who doesn't think that mass infrastructure yeah, is cool. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's very bad luck. <laughs> Again, it's interesting of that sort of messianic elements mixed with the hard work elements and then the context of Elon Musk union buster. You know, like yes. Tesla plants being... There's Tesla plants in fucking Germany that, don't, that aren't unionized. Uh, aren't unionized. And then mysteriously, 
are paid less. Like they have worse paying conditions in the non-unionized place. That's so, that's well, so how strange. Um, so like, you know, his, that's the other thing of like a lot of his immense wealth is driven from the state. So it's directly handed from the state to Elon Musk. But then his, his, his wealth is not necessarily through business savvy, but through his workers being paid less and therefore he can reap greater profits. Mm. Like that's what, it, 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 you're a, a big part of be, being a billionaire isn't necessarily the, the quality of your product. It's how much you can exploit your workers effectively. And if you can ensure that they're not unionized and, and work longer hours or have worse conditions, that certainly helps you as a capitalist make more money. And Elon Musk is very good at that. It's like, you know, he believes in individual choice, but not not people's <laughs> individual choice to organize and improve their lives through collective action. Didn't he pay like PR companies to surveil his employees in terms of union action and try and sort of target ads at them or Oh no, he did it much cheaper. Yeah. He um, just installed things that would monitor all their private communications. Oh nice. So just blatant so just corporate surveillance, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's hard to understand how all this union busting can sit with mm. his big thing now is he's the free speech guy. He means free speech to call someone a pedo. He doesn't mean free speech for workers that he employs. Yeah, free speech to be like, how much is in your pay packet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also like there's free speech, um, yes, free speech to just be kind of bigoted or, or stupid in the public domain. But mm. Elon has personally filed lawsuits against... Um, like he gave a car to Top Gear to review, and they were like, "This is shit." So we just tried to sue him. <laughs> yeah, the one Same time where uh, the one time where we've got sympathy for Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, that's how annoying Elon Musk is. Yeah, you like, just yeah, got to put people in hierarchies. You yeah. shouldn't have done that to Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> the best you can get, the best you can get in this like celebrity culture yeah. is that just the two of the worst people, one of them knocks the other one out. Oh of yeah, existence. yeah, the Simpsons, two monkeys fighting. Yeah, you just have to hope one of them wins. What you don't want when you're seeing your enemies fight is just absolute reconciliation. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whistleblower mm. who informed on the surveillance. Yeah. Musk threatened to destroy him, and shortly after, someone from Tesla informed the police that they thought this guy was going to plan a mass shooting. Christ. They fully tried to get this guy imprisoned. That is fucked up. Uh, I think he like bollocked someone for missing an event to attend the birth of his child well like personally because this is the thing with like gates. yeah he personally gates. emailed again them. this is he's an idiot bezos and, and and gates have all this horrific stuff but they put layers and layers of management yeah between so you know they can just softly say oh well, we need we need this to happen then a shitload of middle managers will directly bully people but this is it bezos is the richest person in the world was kind of a non-entity yeah. just a very generic bald man in a suit yeah. and that feels like the safest way to play it who's jeff bezos i don't know a thing about him he owns yachts big difference is uh bezos didn't do the hair transplant but musk did Oh, it was Musk transplant. You don't know about the Musk transplant. You it makes see a lot of sense get, of mate, when I, you see his age. Please, can we record the live reaction? Please um, okay. just Google image Elon Musk <laughs> hair transplant. Elon Musk hair transplant. I'm typing slower than my normal speed mm. to seem relatable. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was at that. He's on he the cusp, right? Well, at the cusp of just shave it off. Yeah, it's come on, man. Do you know you, you hit that cusp, which is like, just take a razor just to the whole thing. On. You can't live on the edge. You can't live your life 
on the edge of a canyon. <laughs> the bald you either canyon. jump or you come back in. Yeah, yeah. But instead, he has had a scientist yeah. remove hair around his head to make it look like he is not bald. Whereas Bezos has gone full cue ball. Although yeah. he does, I think Bezos also wears a cowboy hat, which might be worse. <laughs> I don't think the cowboy hat is a quite baldness bad. disguise. You know, well, yeah, people's not I a think disguise. It's a cowboy disguise. Depends <laughs> 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 on a cowboy. Nah, can't be that much money to be a yeah, cowboy. Yeah, cowboys don't go to space. That make yeah, how sense. much are they paying him to look after these cows? <laughs> must be a rich farmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be some really big cows. Well, I think the hair, the hair transplant thing, because the guy's like, is he fifty? He's in his fifties. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fifty. Feels, exactly. The strange thing about him is, is he's got like. The other part of his appeal is he's like the king of the millennials. He's like all of the things that are yes. annoying about millennial culture that like Gen Z like home in on complain about quite rightly are like embodied in this one man. Memes, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, yeah. I'm going to steal this meme. Come Epic. on, mate. Doggo. Epic bacon. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like that. Please don't litigate me for union busting. I am but a small bean. Yeah. <laughs> but the funniest, the thing is, this, he's not, he's like a decade older than a millennial. So he's like a creepy guy. Who was trying to at one point he was trying to relate to young people, so he's trying to be cool and down with the millennials. But now mm. he's like fifty and the millennials are in their thirties. <laughs> but do you know what it is, right? Do you know how really like, funny? It's one of the things that makes him profoundly cringe. Do you know how there's like always a body of humour that mm. is, you know, within the median generation? Yeah. The median age generation. And then there's like dad jokes, which are just these bad, non-attempt. I've made a joke because I, that means I'm funny, but there's nothing here. It's it's benign. The thing with the dad joke is the dad knows it's shit and he's doing it to wind up the kids. That's not the, always. that's why no, the no, dad I actually think you're letting the dads off here. That is no, you're but dad, that's what the dad, dad apologist. I'm a dad no, apologist, no, no, but no. that's what they're doing. That's not the dad most sometimes. Dad joke. Oh, you're lucky if you find a dad who's doing that. Oh no, I think that's. Typical. I think a lot of dads I say it because typical. they go. That is a joke. It meets the dictionary definition of a joke. I will say that now because I have nothing else. Yeah, I can see that the joke that true has to come out. Yeah, there's no yes, quality that, filter. There is no reason not to say this. I am at an age where I do not need to filter anything. Do I think this joke will be enjoyed? I haven't even thought of that. I don't ask myself that question. The joke has already been said. Yeah. <laughs> that's dad. That's pure dad. What you may have met was... A switched on dad, and that's very lucky. I think I've interacted with quality dads. That's my best. I think you've had a blessed yeah. dad career. Yeah. <laughs> the dads your of dad, Your dad safari has gone very well. <laughs> um, and Elon Musk is doing like dad reactionary tweets <laughs> of what reactionary online writing looks like. Yeah. Elon Musk is the dad joke version where it's not <laughs> thought well thought enough to really rile anyone up. It's not really clear what he's getting at. It kind of isn't even connected to the talking points. It's just a dad version of that. Mm. Dad reactionary tweets. It's filterless. This is how we know he's stupid, because he has no filter. He just posts. Mm. Trump, but not funny. You know, like an idiot with no filter. But Trump is, is like, he's obviously a right-wing scum, but Trump is funny. Yes, you can imagine Trump's tweeting voice employed for good. <laughs> <laughs> But you could never imagine Elon's tweeting voice employed for anything. <laughs> it's purely ineffective at communicating. But Musk is also like, just looking at it on a raw comedy, comedy analysis of Musk and Trump's tweets, mm. Musk is like copying things he's seen, whereas Trump is like pure essence. Yeah. Musk is like someone trying to be funny because repeating other things that they think are funny. And it's, and yeah. it's but, but they both have the same problem of like tiny brain, no filter. Mm posters 
And Musk is a joke thief. Whereas Trump had a fully fledged voice, all if he stole a joke, it wouldn't, it wouldn't it work. Wouldn't look he right. wouldn't be gags. Yeah, like he can't. Yeah. Trump can't steal a meme because he is a meme. Yeah, no one could write for Trump. No, no, it's too specific. You'd, you'd know there were writers in. The closest thing to Trump is some drill tweets. Yeah, you know, drills a bit, and Trump is a guy. He's yeah. the president of the United States. Of Trump was such a powerful author <laughs> yeah. that there are little elements to what he said that I think. Are used by some of his. Do you like satirizing Trump's mm. manner of speaking? Mm. Has become so ubiquitous that sometimes ending a sentence and then just appending the word "sad" exclamation mark. mark. <laughs> it's it's used. It's voice. used sincerely now by some of his biggest rivals. People who want him dead still will use the things the way he talks. <laughs> he has influenced literature. <laughs> the other thing, yeah, just to uh, follow my original line of thought here is Musk presidency twenty thirties. Oh, 100%. 100%. And it will be cringer. Oh, Trump. can you imagine? Yeah. Democrat Musk as well. Versus um, Baron Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing some young blood yeah, into yeah. the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. Annoying TikTok has been like, listen, you've got to vote for Musk to stop fascism. Yeah, yeah. We just have to vote for Musk. I've already got my eco-skeleton. That's why I can't breathe. <laughs> Say McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, they're constantly <laughs> you know, it's like that shaky cam that you might get from like a 1995 British sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. movie of like, I'm here, we've come to the surface of the sun. Oh, sorry, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to get another gasp. <laughs> yeah, just constantly, you don't know why, because it's years later and that technology's gone. Yeah, they seem to be being attacked by someone called McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> later generations think it was some yeah. kind of like folk horror figure. Yeah. The archives <laughs> seem to find a sort of clown. I think it was like medieval Finland, they wouldn't use the word bear mm. because they were worried it would summon the yeah, bear. Yeah, because the bear would be, hmm, me? Oh, yeah. is that me? Do <laughs> to come and gore you? I think that will be how we write about McDonald's after Musk's presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory Redistribution Party was created and produced by Sean Morley and Jack Lewis Evans. Our title theme was created by Ella G with additional music by Sean Morley and Jack Lewis Evans. Special thanks to guest appearances from Eric Cohen as dismayed Twitter user and Matt Tate as Northern Elon Musk. Thank you, dear listener, for your continued support. If you fancy it, you can help us out by sharing this episode on social media or support our work at patreon.com forward slash mandatory redistribution party where there is a growing archive of extra chunks our PR team will one day try to erase from the record. See you later.